children, Heavenly Father. How great thou art. Lord God, we're so excited. We're so much in expectation, Lord God, of your wisdom, of your knowledge, of your guidance. Lord God, and how you will speak to us on this morning. So I surrender myself to you this morning, Lord God, that you will have your way in me, through me, Lord God, that you will speak through me, Lord God, that your word will be a seed into the minds and into the hearts of your people. And I pray, Lord God, that by your spirit, you'll have your way in this house that you'll open every mind and every heart to receive your truth. And Lord, I come now. Lord God, surrendering all. That Lord God, by your spirit, Lord God, that your wisdom will go forth, Lord God, without hesitation, without hindrance. And Lord God, I'll be careful to give you all the all the glory and all the honor for it in Jesus name and let the church say amen as you're standing turn with me in your Bibles to Colossians chapter 4 Colossians chapter chapter 4 beginning at verse 1 and the reading of God's word says masters give unto your servants that which is just and equal knowing that ye also have a master in heaven continue in prayer watch in the same with thanksgiving. With all praying also for us that God will open unto us the door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ for which I am also in bonds. That I may make it manifest as I ought to speak Walk in wisdom towards them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace. Season with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. You may be seated. I want to use as a subject matter this morning, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm right 
where I'm supposed to be. Now, I know we've heard it said, and, and it, it's said all the time, that if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? And I know some of you can stand right here this morning and say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? When I was going through the difficult circumstance, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Even when things were good, if it had not been for the Lord, who was on my side, where would I be? There was time when I didn't think I was going to make it, but if it had not been for the Lord, who was on my side, I don't know where I'd be. I'd be locked up in somebody's jail right now, but if it had not been for the Lord, who was on my side, and I'm here to let you know that he's on your side today. Making it sure that you make it through whatever you're going through, God is on your side. Glory to his name. Growing up as a young believer in Christ, I accepted Christ at a very young age. But when I say a young age in regards to being a believer now, it's at that time where I developed the boldness to go out and witness the word of God to somebody else. And it was there that I always had something that I would say to people as I was witness, witnessing to them, and, and I didn't really know at the time that I was doing it that it was really according to the word of God or whether or not it was something that you could find in scripture, but at the time that I was saying it, it sounded good. At the time that I was saying it, it encouraged people. At the time that I was saying it, it was a word that, that edified people to, and made them want to understand what walking with God was all about. And what it was that I was saying to him, I would say, God has something that he wants you to do. And it ain't nobody that can do it but you. That's why you're here, because whatever this is God has for you to do, you're the only one that can do it. Now, you know and I know that God can do whatever he wants to do. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's all-wise. He's all-understanding. God is omnipotent. There's nothing out of his hands that he can't do. 
he can do anything but fail. Because that's the kind of God we serve. Amen? But I realized as I began to study the word for myself that what I was saying to the people about God has a job for you to do and nobody can do it but you was something that came from the word of God. Because if we look at it from Jeremiah chapter 1, the Bible says in verse 4, it says, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. That means before I was born, God set me apart. He sanctified me. And that sanctification means that he sanctified me for a sacred purpose. There was a reason why from my mother's womb, God called me. From my mother's womb, from your mother's womb, that's why he called you. Because he sanctified you. And he said he ordained me, meaning that he invested something in me. God has something invested in each and every one of you. And whatever that investment is that's in you, it's the job that only you can do. Whatever that, that ordained situation is, he appointed it just for you to do. And he enabled you to be able to do it. Everything you need to do it, you already have. He gave it to you before you were even born. As he was creating the world, he already had you in mind. For whatever this job is that you're supposed to be doing. And then it says that he called me to be a prophet to the nation. That means that he put in you an utterance, a divine-inspired utterance that is the word of God. And it's in you to be used for a purpose. So what does that mean to us? That there is a job that only you can do. Nobody else can do it but you. We've been studying on our Tuesday night virtual Bible study about a topic that has to do with the mystery of the gospel. Now, now, from my standpoint, when we talk about the mystery of the gospel for years, I was thinking about it being the miracles of Jesus Christ. Because when you look at it from John 18 and 10, when Jesus restored the, the ear of Malchus after Peter cut it off, 
I would say, now, that's a miracle, but yet it's a mystery. Amen? When he was in the garden, in the Bible it says in Luke 22, when he was in the garden agonizing over the decision that his father had given him, and he was saying, if it be any way that you can take this cup from me, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. The Bible says that the agony that he experienced caused him to sweat great drops of blood. Now, we, we were saying last week, uh, I just had a birthday a few weeks back, and I've been on this earth for 71 years, and I ain't never seen nobody sweat no blood. Now, I've seen them get hit in the head and the blood ran down the head and looked like sweat from the hole in the head, but it wasn't sweat. So this agony that caused him to bleed blood from his head like sweat, it was a miracle, but yet it was a mystery. And then we, then we can look at the woman with the issue of blood. You know, for, for years she went around with, with this issue of blood and, and she went to every doctor she could go to. She spent all the money that she had and just by the touch of the hem of Jesus' garment, the Bible says she was made whole. Now, just touching a garment can make me get healed of something that I've been dealing with for years. It's a miracle, but yet it's a mystery. Now, the biggest miracle that, that I see is they hung my Lord, stretched him wide on the cross. He hung, bled, and died. And because of what he did for me, I have the right to the tree of life. I can live eternally with Christ because of what Christ did on the cross for me. A miracle. Yet it's a mystery. But according to the teaching of T. Austin Sparks, the mystery is not the miracle. The mystery is the word that comes out of our mouths. And that word, according to what the Bible says in, in verse 3, there's a door of utterance that we can speak the mysteries of Christ. So this door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, God put it in me before I was even born. So he foreknew what I was going to say. He foreknew who I was going to say it to. And he foreknew what it was going to purpose by me saying it. Because it was the mystery of the gospel because that's the power that's in the word of God for you and me. 
It's a mystery. It can change the atmosphere by what you say out of your mouth. Because what he foreknew was all a part of his purpose for you and me and all a part of his plan for you and me. So, so because the mystery that we're in is a part of God's plan, it means that we're right where we're supposed to be. Sometimes it might look like might not look like it, but we're right where we're supposed to be. Sometimes it might be a little challenging, but we're right where we're supposed to be. Whatever is good, we're right where we're supposed to be. If it's bad, we're right where we're supposed to be. I might not understand what's going on, but I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Because your breakthrough and your deliverance is in that mystery. The Bible says in Acts 16 and 20, Paul and Silas is sitting inside a jail. And they're sitting in there for doing the work of Christ. And while they're in there, they've been beaten. They've been knocked in stocks that they can't get out. They're in the bottom of the dungeon, the worst part of the, of the prison that they can be in, all the way in the bottom, dark, dirty. They can't move. They're in pain. They're hurting. And instead of saying, woe is me, in the dungeon, the Bible says they're praying and praising God. See, we're going to have some dark times in our lives. We're going to have some difficult times in our lives. But it's when we use the mystery of the word of God to pray and lift God up through those times. That's the mystery. The breakthrough is in the praise. The deliverance is in the praise. The Bible says that they spoke purpose in the praise. They spoke destiny in the praise. They spoke God is able in the praise. Because what did it do? It caused an earthquake to come and it freed all of them from out of the jail. So it's out of their mouth that they caused God to move. Whatever you're going through, you can cause God to move just by what you say out of your mouth. But you know, we have a tendency to not look at what God can do and look at what the circumstances is and talk about woe is me. Or why am I in this circumstance? Why am I going through what I'm going through instead of saying the Bible says in all things 
give God thanks. Lord, I don't know what's going on, but thank you. I don't know how I'm going to get out of it, Lord, but thank you. I know I'm in here for a reason, God, thank you. Whatever you're doing in it, thank you. Because it's in your, your praise that the purpose of God that he's able is manifested. And everything that it is to bring about that praise when everything seems chaotic. The Bible says in Colossians 2 and 10, you are complete. You got everything you need in you. It's in you. You got it. And because it's in you and because you got it, you're right where you're supposed to be. But that that's in you still has a need to be developed. It still has a need to, to be able to come out of you at any minute. Denying the flesh and let the spirit have his way in you. Amen? So when we look at it from our text in, in verse 3, it says, With all praying, also for us, that God would open to us a door of utterance. See, it, it, it's about what, what am I praying for? And I pray in God, can, can you get me out of this? Are you going to help me get past these bills that I got? What are we praying for? Because that door of uttering speaks the mystery of Christ. Austin Sparks said that the Holy Spirit has to be in charge at the forefront. You got to be able to spend time with the Lord so the Spirit can talk to you and tell you why are you in this situation. What you need to do to get out of this situation. Hear the voice of the Lord for yourself. Because he is the guy that, that the Bible says is going to guide us under all truth. He's going to teach us those things that we need to know. But we've got to have the Holy Spirit in our prayer life, in our mindset, in our understanding. The Spirit has to be the ruler of what it is that we're dealing with. So the mystery that we're dealing with is do we really have everything set the way God has purposed us to have it set? Because I say that to say this. Look around you. If Christ is the means of Everything I need, 
and I need to know him for myself, why isn't this church packed out? Whatever you're doing at home, is it, if it's worth more than the mystery, is it more important than the mystery? Is it more important than you understanding the word of God for yourself that whatever it is I'm going through while I'm sitting at home, God is going to bring me out of it. But I can't learn that sitting at the house. See, the Bible says that there was a man that was sick of the palsy. And they were trying to get him to Jesus. They couldn't get him through the front door. It was too crowded. They couldn't get him in the church. It was too crowded. So they took him up on the roof broke the door, I mean, broke the top of the roof off and let the man down. And whatever it is that had this man sick of the palsy, instantly he was cured. So whatever it is that I'm going through, instantly it can be cured in the house of God. But I've got the want to be cured. I've got the want to understand the mystery. I've got the want to say, to God I live and to God I'll die. I've got to be able to stand for God no matter what. Now I know there's instances where we can't work. Sickness. But even in sickness, if I can walk, I'm going to the house of God because I can get healed from my sickness in the house of God. I mean, I got to be hospital bound before I'm, I'm not going to come in here because uh, you guys know it's a whole lot of time. I couldn't even walk. But I'm in the house of God because God healed me. I'm walking like Because I know where my help comes from. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, I've got to know what God gave for me when he called me, predestined me, from my mother's womb, whatever it was that he put in me, I've got to know. The Bible says that the eyes of my understanding being opened and enlightened, that ye may know. I've got to know. That's why whenever I get a chance, I'm reading the word. I guess there's a whole lot of here that would say, you know, I need to read it a little bit more. I need to read it a little bit more. But when I get a chance, I want to understand what, what I need to know about the Word of God. Because anything about a mystery, T. Austin Park says it's something that you got to search for. 
You got to look it out. You got to go and see what it means, what it's all about. It's not something that's just going to come to you. You got to search for it. You got to, you got to hear a little, there a little. You got to find out for yourself. And, and with that, I got to know what is the hope of my calling and the riches of the glory that I have inherited. I've inherited some things in God. They're in me. I've inherited them. He gave them to me before I was born. But I've got to find out what they are. The Bible says that we're ever learning and coming to the knowledge of the truth. I might have learned some things back then, but there's some up, up the road that I need to know. There's some more things I, I, I'll never understand the riches of, of what's in here. So I'm always ever learning and coming to the knowledge of the truth. Why? Because I still am learning what I need to say. I'm still learning what I need to know. Do I say the wrong thing sometimes? Yeah. Do I misquote a scripture sometimes or, or what it really means? Yeah. But I'm still striving. Because I want to know that I know that I know that what God put in me that I am walking in that to the best of my knowledge. So I'm ever learning and coming to the knowledge of the truth, and I'm closing with this. And the reason why I'm doing that is because when we look at, when we look at that situation with Paul and Silas, they're in the dungeon of the jail. And we're talking about the mystery being the word that comes out of your mouth. They're in the jail. They're in the dungeon. And God sends an earthquake and everybody is set free. And the jailer inside the jail, he's saying every, all the prisoners were gone and he knew the high priest. Because of him losing his prisoner, the high priest was going to kill him. So he said, well, let me beat him to the punch. So he grabbed his sword, and he's getting ready to do himself in. And Paul said, don't hurt yourself. We're right here. And he saved the life of the jailer. And the Bible said, and his whole household was saved. And it's all because of the mystery of the word that came out of Paul's mouth that said, don't do it. How many times have you said something to somebody that, that changed the course of their life because of the word that came out of your mouth? Made a difference by the word that came out of your mouth. The Bible says that your words have power. They can change the atmosphere. And we've got to walk in that. Why? Because the Bible says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, 
the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. We got some lost people around us, y'all. And they need to hear the gospel of Christ. But you've got to know how to present it to them. And that's why we're here, ever learning, ever studying to show ourselves approved. A workman under God that is not ashamed. When I was out there, oh, I was saying some things that people would catch me and, and say things to me, and I sit there and like, oh, what have I now? You know, ashamed because I didn't know. But I didn't let that say, well, no, this ain't for me. I ain't gonna be sitting up here getting embarrassed while I'm saying things I don't know nothing about. I'm gonna say, well, I don't know that. But let me go and check it out and give me your number and once I find out about it, I'll call you and if I don't, next time I see you, I'll have an answer for that. But I'm gonna get back to you and let you know what it is that you need to know about whatever that situation you're asking me about because I'm trying to change your life. I'm trying to reach somebody for Christ. God put a word in us, y'all. And with that word, you got a job. It can't nobody do but you. Speak it. Speak the word out of your mouth. That the glory of God will be revealed. And everything that we set out to do for his glory. Because the Bible says in all things, let God get the glory. I want the glory to come from my life to him. I want to glorify God with my life. Am I going to miss the mark sometime? Yes. But I'm striving to give God the glory in all that I do. And my prayer is that you'll do what this word is saying right here. There's a purpose in you. There's a call in you. There's a destiny in you. God called you. Before you were born, he put something on the inside. And obviously, it's for the purpose of God. And he's saying, forsake not. And that's what this church needs to be. Those that are forsaking not, the assembling together, that we might be able to learn that we might work the mysteries of God for our lives. Do you hear? Do you understand that? Do you receive it? Hallelujah. Father, we understand that there is a mystery in us. God, we know there is a mystery that comes 
And Father, whatever it is that we need to grasp that will enhance that mystery going forward. God, by your spirit, teach it to us. Speak it to us, Lord God. Let us walk in it. Let us live by it, Lord God. That we might glorify your name in our lives. In those that we come across. That we might be able to continue to plant seeds and water seeds. That you might give the increase to. And we thank you for every word of mystery that you have imparted to us, that you have given to us, Lord God. Now help us to go forth. God, as you have designed us to go, that you might be uplifted and glorified in all we do. And we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for it. In Jesus' name, amen. We at Clarion Call Christian Center thank God that you worship with us. We are located at 213 Green Street in the city of Warner Robins, Georgia. Feel free to join us at any of our scheduled services or fellowships. They are worship service each Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Sunday school, second and fourth Sundays at 9 a.m. Bible study every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Women of the Kingdom Sisterhood Fellowship every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Remember that you are a value to the kingdom of God. Be blessed.